Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks out a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are doing the Batman franchise and we're, we're on to the last one, Batman and Robin. And let's just say Batman and Robin was the end of the Batman franchise for a while because of how great it was, right? Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. You're like you're trying to lead us into hating this movie, and I will not be taken down that path, sir. Um, I'm trying not to, but you know, the guy who's just above average is might have some thoughts, but that's one Keith Swatland. This this movie is certainly not average. That's one word you can't use to describe this movie, is average. <laughs> it's I'm I'm not sure yet if it's above or below. But it, whether or not, depending on the mood you're in, it's very far above or very far below. It's about depending on the mood, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin came out June 20th, 1997. Uh, PG-13, runtime of two hours and five minutes. Once again, directed by Joel Schumacher. Um, so uh, he got to do back-to-back just like my uh, Tim Burton did. Uh New Batman has its George Clooney this time with Chris O'Donnell returning as Robin, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl Barbara, who is the niece of Alfred. But in comics and everybody else, she Barbara is the daughter of Commissioner Gordon, but not this time. Such a random thing to fucking change about the character that really like just upset me. Like viscerally, I'm like, this. there's no lore whatsoever to make this change. But like, it was the only way to write in Barbara getting into the movie somehow, apparently. <laughs> well, they had to and, do the and, Alfred sick plot and to have a niece. I don't know. I don't know. To but get her like, into the house. To yeah. apparently the way to join the Batman crew <laughs> is to just stumble upon the Batcave and suddenly you're a superhero. I'm really super stoked we're talking about this plotline right now because I've got this like thing I need to talk about on the tip of my tongue. There's a scene when she's trying to hack into Alfred's computer and she guesses the password Alfred and I laughed so hard. <laughs> do, you, do you not make your password your name? <laughs> yeah, password Keith. <laughs> no, I, I, I make I make my password password. So I mean, uh, Keith. Yeah, mine, mine's Keith but, as well. She, she had that like just like. By the way, she was awful in this movie. But like, she had what that was like up with that. Like Alicia Silverstone is a good actor, but she looked completely uninterested in the role she was playing she had that like shit-eating smirk on her face while she was like i know it's alfred <laughs> well I'll, I'll just bring it up now uh since she is batgirl she had a lot of her scenes in the batgirl outfit cut because she gained a few pounds during production the world nice. <laughs> team had to refit her costume <laughs> When the press discovered it, they slammed Silverstone weight gain and mocked the actress for being too fat to fit in the costume. Uh, so Alicia media. Silverstone, who like five pounds would make her still like slender as fuck. Yes. Uh, Schumacher did uh, defend Silverstone and like, what's a girl? Uh, what's the what's the sin? Eating? She ate a little too much pizza. Um Joel Schumacher but, rocks. <laughs> dude, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he defended her uh, for. But yeah, um, 
can't defend her acting in this movie though it God, was no. atrocious it like pulled well, me can, out <laughs> you can say that about this whole movie itself as because the warner brothers and the production company won this uh movie to be more um toyonic as they would put it as they want it to be more you know goofy can't like goofy uh I was wondering why there was so much added, like they went over the top with the slapstick in this film. At least in the uh, soundtrack, there was so much added slapstick. I was like, is that really necessary? <laughs> he, like the, they, they did the silly like Wilhelm scream when they threw the dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this uh, starred also uh, John Glover. Um, he was also Lionel Luther in Smallville. He, in an interview, mentioned that uh, before every take, Schumacher on a crane uh, on a mic speaker microphone would go like, remember, this is a cartoon. See, and I didn't mind that aspect of it. Like, I thought his performance, the scientist guy was great. I thought Uma Thurman and Arnold Schwarzenegger just like devoured their roles. They were so fucking good in this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, encompassed the Mr. Freeze character. I was like, for how much they destroyed the Batgirl and Bane characters in this movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. Like, this is what Mr. Freeze is supposed to be. 27. Like, Thurman was a little different version of Poison Ivy than what, like, it should be, but she still owned it and did such a great she job. She rocked. <laughs> 27 ice puns. Nice. I'm, did you guys watch the YouTube video, the compilation? No, oh no, oh, there's, there's, good, there's one there's, that's awesome. There's a good one. Yeah, it's like seven minutes long. <laughs> that's amazing. But no, the that's one of my big big takeaways that I'm starting to pull the thread on here with these Batman movies is there's like no matter the quality of the bat, no matter the quality of the movie, like the bad guy is usually super cool in these last four movies. Mm-hmm. Like I've enjoyed every enemy or like every every antagonist. They're always fun. Like to me. In different ways, I think Schwarzenegger is now tied as my favorite Batman villain of all time, like in any of the series. Now, granted, it's because it's in more like a slapstick funny way comparative to like Ledger's Joker in the serious way. But like, we really don't give enough credence to Arnold Schwarzenegger's career and how good of actor he actually is. That man is fucking stupendous at what he does (laughs) like he just throws himself into whatever he's doing and just like doesn't care how goofy or funny he looks yeah the scenes scenes of him looking sadly like making the snow globe wife (laughs) it was so so good it was hilarious um what was your guys if you remember any of you guys's first experience with batman robin Again, this was a big promo movie in my mind. Like, I remember a lot of the promotion around it. Like, again, all the, like, McDonald's stuff. I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters. And then, like, I remember wearing out the VHS I owned for this movie. I I loved it. I remember it was, I was just the right age, I guess. But I was, and then I, I got the soundtrack on, that was, I, I got the, I had the soundtrack on cassette tape. <laughs> and I listened to the shit out of it. There was that song, the song they play during the part when you see Coolio with the Neon Gang. I remember I used to love, I used to rewind it and listen to that song over and over and over and over again. 
and awesome. and of course the R. Kelly one. That song was good. The soundtrack is bonkers, by the way. I'll have to pull it up and talk about it later in the episode. But there's some cool lists, cool folks. Yeah. On Warner there. Brothers like really shelled out for the soundtracks and Batman Forever <laughs> and Batman and Robin. It's kind of insane the people who are on those two soundtracks for songs that aren't even in the movie like they're just part of the soundtrack it's like an original bone thugs and harmony song <laughs> uh for me so i i been remember i remember seeing this in theaters with my little brother and i'm like try, uh, trying to contemplate like was this the first movie that my parents let me go see without them and it is because I remember seeing I remember seeing this. Then, like, I had to look it up because it was like Mortal Kombat Annihilation and um, uh, Deuce, Bi- uh, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Jiggle. I remember seeing that like without my parents, and they they came out later in one uh, Annihilation later in November '97, and then uh, Deuce Bigelow in '99. So I was like was this the first movie i've seen by myself with my you know without parents and this was it this was the first one <laughs> i've no idea what that movie was in my life that's a fun thing to try to think about <laughs> what batman robin no the like the first movie you ever saw without your folks mm. i think my first one might have been uh joe and i's went his older brother took us to a duo movie yep of Air Force One and Men in Black. <laughs> Young us, that? very excited for Men in Black. Scarred by Air Force One. Yeah, that was up there too. Like, yeah, what a rad tad duo. Hey, want to go see a double feature? Sure, of what? Air Force One and Men in Black. <laughs> Air Force I, One, I, not as gnarly as my prepubescent brain made it out to be yeah when i watched it later in life i remember things being much more gory than they actually were yeah. but yeah. oh yeah more blood and gore in the when you're seeing it at a, a small age but now you're like you watch like oh it's not that bad it's not that <laughs> yeah not that traumatizing not as maybe traumatizing as some people about this movie so rick give us the plot Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading to the plot of Batman and Robin. A new villain is wreaking havoc across Gotham as Mr. Freeze is on the warpath, trying to collect diamonds for some sort of sidious device as he is attempting to raise funds so he can try and cure the uncurable disease his wife has. During all this, a mysterious... Uh, research facility goes up in flames down in South America leading to a new hot thing finding its way to Gotham and Poison Ivy. The two villains combine to create a deadly force that Batman and Robin must defeat without defeating each other at the same time. Can our amazing duo stop the villains before they put the city under a deep freeze will Batgirl ever seem like she really cares about her plot is Alfred going to die all this and more on Batman and Robin 
I'm only just doing the Batman plots because I like doing the Batman. Voice. <laughs> you can, when we when we do the Batman Begins stuff, you can uh, you just can bring go it back. back and yeah, doesn't make sense, but it, it's like uh, it makes no connection because it's because they are not like light films like these ones. Is Ra's al Ghul a white guy? <laughs> Find out later tonight. Um. Uh. So, what did you guys think of this movie? now i mean like first of all i think it's clear that we just gotta say it, it's this is a bad this is a bad movie <laughs> like, we, should, we should just say that but varying levels of like laughter and entertainment while i was watching it so like it was it was fun but the whole time it, there was this movie's complicated. <laughs> there was parts it's, of it. There was parts of it where I was confusing <laughs> as uh, George Clooney's acting in this movie. Yeah. Where when he's playing Bruce Wayne, he is fully invested in acting. As soon as he puts on the bat suit, nothing. He didn't give a fuck. He was dead behind the eyes. Like he maybe. George Clooney just always is dead behind the eyes and it's easier to tell when he's wearing a bat suit and the only way to act is through the eyes. But holy shit, he did not care when he was Batman. He cared <laughs> when he was Bruce Wayne and he played a perfect Bruce Wayne. He was a good Bruce. Is it possible on what they did? Because in the like uh, other two of three, they tried to sometimes hide the eyes in the shadow and sometimes you just saw the eyes. And in this one, they never really did. They just kind of like, full-blown like extra camera lighting on his eyes and his whole face so you see like you don't there's not there's no batman lurking in the shadows in this movie he just felt so uninterested in the batman role it was just like time to sleep punch through a thing like there was no like no oomph yeah no, like chris o'donnell completely threw himself into these robin roles and like whether the script and writing was as terrible as it was, he at least like put in effort on like Clooney in the bat suit or Alicia Silverstone through the entire movie. Mm. Uh, Clooney ca called this movie a uh, waste of money, and in later in, in later interviews, he he did call it the biggest break he ever had because at the time he was filming ER and this at the same time, so he would do ER some days or in the night. Uh, in the mornings and then vice versa with the movie with Batman. Um, however, the funny thing is that he has given people money back, refunded them with his own money. Oh, that's they've hilarious. seen the movie. <laughs> that's a good um, story. I like that. He's been See, known for that. Pete, that's so over. This movie is not that bad. This isn't the worst movie ever made or anything. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. To, according to some, <laughs> uh, to some people, I have it right here that, um, uh, this at oh, where is it? Here we go. Um, the Stinker Bad Movie Awards given five nominations. It won Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Supporting Actress, and Worst Screenplay. Nice. Um, it was honored in the 100 Worst Films of the 20th Century. <laughs> it was third on the list behind Wild Wild West and Battlefield Earth. Wild Wild West does not belong between those two movies. <laughs> I mean, in general, this is one of those like classic everyone decided to just hate it type <laughs> films. 
like granted it's not a good movie i'm not gonna sit here and defend it as a good movie but like it's not that bad <laughs> it, so it, there were it, some it, weird uh editing choices in this movie <laughs> yeah like when the, robin the, is struggling with the vine with the ivy under the water and he comes up at one point they literally just rewind the footage to make him go back under the water. That's not <laughs> him going, but it's literally just a re- full-on rewind. rewind. It was so jarring to me as I was watching. I'm like, what the fuck? Who it, made that artistic choice? It's like, um, to me, it was like the scene of when um, Barbara is doing the street racing and Robin's following her, and then they get, both get tripped, and then like they fall off the road, the street, the bridge, and Robin catches her. And she just looks up, it's like, Oh no. <laughs> but I'm like, Bitch, you hanging from like a piece of metal, and your your re- reaction is, Oh no, instead of like, Get me up. And oh, no, that was like, like the warp, like <laughs> I've been caught. It's also like they just cut away and they're fine. Like, really, you were like literally hanging by a foot on a steel rod. Yeah. Oh, that's my ass. You somehow are just gonna assume that you're gonna be fine. Robin took one hand to end the effort to remove his helmet. <laughs> also, at that part, yeah, just to like show I, his face. I got you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like, what if what if they died because he was trying to take his helmet off to like own her? <laughs> yeah. You've been owned. I mean, also, don't the... you think that the man who is Robin probably shouldn't be going around in his Robin helmet anymore? God. Yeah. I hated Robin in this movie. <laughs> I mean, there, there I mean were... he's, like you said, his acting was great, but like his story just was so dull. There, was... there was a, there's a lot of yeah. <sighs> the same story goes with this movie of indifferency, but it's the same way in Batman Forever. Of they were still fighting as Batman and Robin. Yeah, like, you know, you got to trust me as your partner. <laughs> get over it. All right, Robin, you need more training. You I mean, know, like go back in the training simulation. That's actually pretty true to the comics. Like Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne always had a really tumultuous career. <laughs> That's why he eventually breaks off and goes to be Nightwing to be a solo career is because <laughs> of how like Bruce never trusted Dick and Dick never got over that situation with Bruce. Like that's actually just pretty true to the characters. Actually, I don't, I don't think that was intentional. I think Joel Schumacher did a lot of cocaine. That's the vibe <laughs> I got <laughs> from this. So- I'll bring this up now as uh, there was during the filming of the movie, Warren Brothers was impressed with uh, the Dallies prompting uh, them to immediately hire Joel Schumacher to return for a fifth movie. However, how poor the movie did in theaters, they canceled it. Clooney O'Connell, I mean, O'Donnell, Silverstone and Coolio were all <laughs> Nice to appraise the roles. You may ask, why Coolio? Yeah, did did he say words in this movie? He had like a couple, but it's nothing too important. <laughs> but um, Coolio, he played Jonathan Crane, which would be later on be he was going to be Scarecrow. Yes. Oh, that would have been dope. So the idea for the sequel would have been that Coolio, as the Scarecrow, would bring back in hallucinations the Joker and have Harley Quinn's debut. Oh, 
But oh, I'm since... so sad. I lo- like. I don't care. The movie was bad. I still loved it, and that least... sounds amazing. I'm. I was so dis- especially when we got the three of them running scene at the end of the movie. I'm like, God damn it! I wish they would have kept going with these films instead release of going the Schumacher to- cut. But since, but yeah, release it. But since how poorly <laughs> the movie did in in the box office, they went, no, we're not doing it. And then the idea was there was going to be a Nightwing spinoff. So Donald is going to do his own spinoff movie as well. Oh, God. So there was going to be multiple movies. Was and... he going to be confused and horny for 90 minutes? <laughs> Maybe. And they were hoping that Jack Nicholson would reprise his role as the Joker. But... All this sounds amazing to me, and I wish Warner Brothers would have had the balls to just stick with their franchise that yeah. they'd built. Yeah. They'd already put so much into this. Yeah. And but as cl- we've seen, they've not really nailed it since going away from these movies anyways. But as Clooney, uh, Clooney vowed never to reprise his role because of the poor critical and financial reputation of Batman and Robin. Oh, God forbid we didn't have the worst Batman ever come back to play Batman again. <laughs> um, oh, that's watching this movie, uh, I watched the producer and she was shocking all once again, how many lines and stuff that I remember, like to me, watch this movie. Like, yeah, I, I, I looked at my phone a few times, but like in my head, I'm like, I know what's happening in this scene. Like we talked about it on the Batman forever episode, how we watched bat. We probably watched Batman forever. And probably this one more than we did Batman 89 and Batman returns. And oh, yeah, for sure. Just watching this, I'm like, yeah, I know this is going to happen here. This yeah. is going to happen here. Um, you know, cool thing they did was when they did the um, breakout scene of getting uh, Mr. Freeze out of the um, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. You see the Riddler's outfit and Two-Face's outfit. So, you know, there was the idea that they're still there. Um, but it's also funny that they just have all the bad guys and stuff in like one lockup room. I'll Wait, but Two Face is dead, isn't he? So it would have just been Riddler there. No, they're both outfits were there though. It was weird. Yeah, it, it, they, they, they really fished out. They really fished his outfit out of there, huh? They really did. <laughs> well, I mean, he also probably had more than one outfit. <laughs> well, Batman does so. closet full of closet full of oh. hangers and the exact same thing. So I I know we're gonna talk about it later, but that's what I'm bringing up now. What the what is with the Batcave having the fact that the Batmobile comes up first and then like underneath the Batmobile here comes the like Robin's motorcycle? But how bad the Batmobile is in this movie because it, <laughs> it's like doesn't have a roof, so doesn't have the convertible top, and it's just like it's a single seat. You know, there's no um double seat as all the other Batmobiles have had a double seat. This one is it's a single one and it's just terrible. Yeah, it was kind of unremarkable. It's kind of like just plays into Clooney as Batman in general. The gadgets (laughs) sucked. The bat suits in this movie sucked. It was just a bad Batman, which kind of probably is why people hate this movie so much is because of how bad Batman is in this movie. Just all together. Yeah. Well, and you brought up the gadgets and that you brought up the editing earlier. That reminds me, they just, I'm going to keep on harping on the two hour problem with these movies, <laughs> but like they really took the time to show him lasering both of the ice cuffs off of Robin with both, like take the time to ignite the laser. And that's just like an extra 10 seconds. The movie did not need. <laughs> like, there's a lot, I think there was a lot of like unnecessary, like 
Ooh, they're really, they're really proud of themselves here. Like, I feel like after Batman Forever, Joel Schumacher was like just really high on his own farts on this one. Like, he was so, so proud of himself. <laughs> Zen thought it, the producer thought it was funny when, when Batman's in the like the rocket ship and then Mr. Freeze freezes him to the wall, but he makes sure to keep the thumbs out. So, instead of like that having so his funny. whole, having <laughs> his whole hand like frozen the wall, it's like a glove. And, and, she's he like, there and, he, and he didn't just like murder him yeah he could have murdered him but he's like you know it's like your typical action movie of <laughs> well the, the yeah. rocket ship will blow up and you're done the rocket that that whole scene was, was just a riot it was the the rocket was so hilarious and unnecessary like with, that was like his escape plan with the diamond <laughs> just oh i've got this rocket i built for this heist <laughs> for me that watching this movie again it's just like you know the tech was stupid and all but it's just like the tech made sense for the scene they're in like the scene when <laughs> well, and that's it like, when they're that's in the, the problem yeah, yeah when they're in the museum and like it's frozen over and all of a sudden they tap on their shoes and they have snow and they have blades on and it's like <laughs> do you, if you tap on your shoes at all times does the blades come out or is this oh, a sure, specific pair of boots <laughs> you know like you know you're walking down the street and you trip and you clip like oh shit and you fall like so I had a note yeah, about I, that. My thought on that scene was they really wanted because they they seem to like have an actual ice rink they set up like to shoot. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. So like I think that was the whole like they 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 came up with the idea that they wanted to shoot an ice scene, like a Batman and ice scene. I think that was the bit they came up with, and then they built the plot around that bit. Because <laughs> well, I mean, like, it makes sense like, for Mister Freeze, but to like create a neat ice rink. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. I will say though, the ice gun in this movie was fucking badass. It was and, like the way that they froze people and like had it look looked insanely good for 1997. Yeah, <laughs> we should have played a drinking game where you have to drink every time they say you have to thaw them in 11 minutes. <laughs> they, they really thaw like to drive home that fact. You have 11 minutes to thaw them out. <laughs> and um, that was the basis george clooney heard that and was like well that's fact okay fact. <laughs> yeah, the bad guy told him that and he just like went with it it's yeah. like all right he's being totally honest with me even though he's just murdered a bunch of people the producer he lost it. he's dead <laughs> the producer lost it when um when uh robin gets frozen and then like batman legit picks him up like a bag and that drops was, him in. He's just he's like, what is happening? <laughs> just puts him at the pool and shoots the laser at the pool. <laughs> yeah. Did we get him? <laughs> no, he did not. It also um, made no sense for the way Robin was like, they just had the idea that he was going to be frozen in that like setup. Uh, like his dive at freeze made no sense. Come on, get him. <laughs> If they couldn't get, uh, I don't know who the second choice was, but in the if they didn't get Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Hulk Hogan was the third choice to be Mister oh, Freeze. That Chill out, been brother. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would have ruled. <laughs> Give me a brother. I need You're about diamond, to deal dude. with these pythons, dude. Um, so fun stuff about Arnold Schwarzenegger is that he worked on this film, uh, worked on this film for only six weeks. Not yet. <laughs> um, right after um, the movie, he had to do he uh, after completing it. Arnold had heart surgery. Jesus, 
probably from wearing that fucking blue paint that was probably like seeping toxins into him. He, he had to shave his head um, because Before of the you continue, blue paint. Can I make a guess? You're right. Did was there a scheduling conflict with Jingle all the way? Uh, no. <laughs> that would have been a lot cooler if there was, but um, <laughs> Jingle all the way came out a year earlier. Oh, let's say Jingle nice. all the way was before that. Um, so um, the Batman costume weighed fifty pounds. Uh, the rubber suit was forty. The cape and attached made it uh, the fifty. Damn. Um, Mister Freeze's weighed seventy-five pounds. Whoa. I watched a fun, I watched the Honest Movie trailers for this one, and they had a fun little compilation of George Clooney awkwardly turning his head Yeah, <laughs> in, this, in this movie. I loved Joel Shoemaker, like, after people shit on him for, like, the gratuitous ass shots, really doubling down on that and oh, really yeah. going into it in this oh, movie. Yeah. Well, we this... got butt and boobs from Batgirl put on Dude, her outfit. Yeah. Joel Shoemaker just loves, like, boobs and butts and dicks. Like, he loves them. <laughs> I would assume he's probably very heavy in the BDSM world. Oh, yeah. There was a like the cod pieces. God damn. Oh, yeah. They all had huge hogs. <laughs> See, like watching this movie and seeing like how much more Commissioner Gordon was kind of involved in this one than like going back before watching all the other three. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in it a long time. Like, you know, he's in it just like this movie. And then watching the original three, and he's like, oh, he's not in any of the movies. And this one, he's in a lot more character in this movie. He's so fucking worthless in this movie, though. He's so dumb. The police force is utterly incompetent. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of incompetent police force, they were losing their minds over, like, just a diamond. Like, they they caused so much damage and, like, potential death just to, like, stop Mr. Freeze from stealing this one diamond. It was crazy. I mean, he'd also murdered a bunch of people at that point. But it's like the joke. He wouldn't have murdered people if they just let him get the diamond. It's like the joke from uh, the other guys. Of how in the beginning where <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Sam yeah. Jackson, The Rock, destroyed like, you know, $10 million worth of uh, uh, property damage for a gram of weed or something. And I was like, was it worth it? Let's ask New York City. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, you know, this movie, you know, it's just rewatching and be like, watch, you know, what we talked about, how like moody Bat- Robin is, you know, like he wants his own... Uh, bat oh, signal God. and they have bane somehow break the bat logo into the robin logo but like the scene that like it you know lives in my brain like the uh tell me doctor you want to go to circus line <laughs> from forever it's the scene where batman like jumps off the uh statue the the monument and robin just like yells at the air <laughs> because like batman can you know, he shuts his motorcycle off. down because yeah uh uh, red ring shut down or something, you know, and it's just like no. And I'm well, like, granted, oh. Robin is acting that way because he's hopped up on poison ivy's pheromones, though. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah. again for, like for like an intentional. Ch- <laughs> I mean, no, it's after she like hops him up on the stuff, he turns yeah. into that like well, super like, horny antagonistic person. Okay, well, Wait, it, you, fe- it felt like the whole damn movie that shit got so old. It, well, we feel like it because the fact like like we get scenes of uh, Bruce with Elle McPherson's character, and so but you know he so has sees uh, poison ivy in <laughs> yeah. his like dreams, right? Right. But like, who's ivy? We, like, right after that, we see like Bruce Wayne, Batman, be like, "Hey, we gotta stop thinking about her because 
you know, she is playing mind tricks on us. But for Robin, he's like, no, 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 you're just jealous because she he's loves like, no, me more. You. No, fuck I you. Mean, like the whole movie's just like, stop. No, stop. He's young, dumb, and full of cum. That's kind of the role he's being asked to play. <laughs> That's just kind of like that. It's weird to be upset. I mean, you can be upset about making a choice for the overall movie, but that's the character he was asked to play in oh, that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just upset, I think, over the fact that it goes, you know, the movie's two hours and it goes in an hour and 20 minutes of him going, no, you're just jealous. And it's just like, <laughs> we get it. You're jealous, but Batman's not. I wish they would have done the cartoon thing where he just, like, bonked him in the head really hard and then he was, like, you hear, like, oh, birds. And like he any over. other movie? Yeah, and he's like, oh, She's been she's been goofing us this whole time. Yeah. He just gets the Shiba horny bat. Yeah. 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 Funk. <laughs> no more. Uh, that would have been so good in this movie. <laughs> I will say uh, a meme I, that didn't exist yet. Yeah. Yep, Dude, Shiba yeah. can time travel. You don't know. You don't. Yeah. That, that is facts. Uh, Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, called Batman Robin the most important comic book movie ever made. Uh, okay. Because of his cast, uh, uh, because of its failure forced major comic book companies and film studios to rethink how they presented comic book based media. Um, it says that like suddenly comic book movies didn't suck after this as if like there wasn't a ton of comic book and video game movies that still sucked dick till suddenly Disney grabbed Iron Man and made it work. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man came like 2009. I mean, but Spider-Man we had Daredevil, we had Spy- oh yeah, I know. But I'm going. Are, are you really of- trying to hold up Daredevil as a movie that made no, no? I'm just I'm just better. No, I'm just going off the no, Electra. Off about Electra. My head. <laughs> yeah, Electra. Yeah, that that saved the movie business. <laughs> I'm just going off superhero movies off the top of my head after Batman and Robin, and I, still I know Daredevil. Totally do the Raimi Spider-Mans because one and two is exceptionally good. Oh yeah, and then there's three. And then there's mod. See what I did there. Oh, I did find online that apparently there are people who unironically love three and say it's a work of art and that it's beautiful. And that it's the best superhero movie ever made. Uh yeah, about that. We'll see. I I I'll, like I know I think Keith said you you haven't watched three. I've never seen three. I've seen three maybe once. <laughs> and that's a maybe. Um so with this one, I, once again, we get like back-to-back movies of we. I think Ricky mentioned earlier about how we how someone breaks into the bat the bat cave, and then it's like, "Yep, you're you're gonna be a character now." Like we got <laughs> we got a suit for you, and it's like, but like this time's just the full blatant like I knew you would come down here somehow and sometime. So yeah, the I, Alfred AI. What the fuck I, was that? That was so bad. Oh, I her, did. Your, I and I did your measurements, and here her you uncle go. made her a really sexy suit. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Alfred, it's me. Yeah, like that. That bothered <laughs> me. Alfred, that, why'd like you, that. Why'd you make the lines line. look like a thong? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, Uncle Alfred. How can I eat my pizza if I can't? You know, I can't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's just yeah. like I, that. Wait, that is, line too. Is, of, is Alfred into fat shaming? Is that what's going on here? That's what like, that might, no, might be. Alfred likes some thick. <laughs> well, you, you saw that photo, of Peggy? Shit. <laughs> yeah, he like. There was a weird line there to where he was a little bit too into his oh sister. God. You look like my sister, step sister. <laughs> help, 
help Uncle Alfred. I'm trapped trying to get into the Batgirl outfit. <laughs> I got you. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's like, in, do you guys think in this movie that they did a lot of too many people? Because you had the, you had the, or too many storylines. You had the Mr. Freeze storyline, try and save his wife. You have uh, Poison Ivy now try and take over the world. Um, you have Alfred and his sickness. You have Batgirl and her, you know, what she does off uh, behind the back of, you know, then you have uh, behind the back of Alfred. Then you have Batman storyline. You have Robin. So there's like five to seven storylines and they try to combine them. Well, a lot all. of those storylines overlap, though, because like <laughs> yeah. the Ivy storyline overlaps with Batman and Robin. The Freeze storyline overlaps with the Alfred sickness. Because it was that's what Alfred had was McGregor's syndrome, which is what yeah. Freeze's wife had. Yeah. So this movie has it. It's got big like. The, I feel like the, the production team and writers. There was a bunch of cocaine involved. I I, I stand by my theory there. <laughs> uh, like maybe. I think the only thing that didn't work story wise was the Batgirl stuff. It felt really forced. It's just like, and here's Batgirl. Yeah. Because like the Robin bit worked so well for the last one, they felt the need to force it in. I, I watching this movie, I I saw a lot of it's it's like my take on Taken and about how if you've seen Taken two or The Hangover, if you've seen Hangover two, you've seen Hangover one type thing. Like to me, watching this movie, I'm like, there's a lot of uh, let's just do it again because in the Batman Forever, Robin sneaks into the Batcave. Oh, we you know we got this. Barbara does the very end of the movie of back uh, Robin and um, Nicole Kidman's character falling from the sky. Let's do that again with the scientist, but let's do it again with Robin and Batgirl falling. You know, it's just like, there's a lot of like duplicate scenes that they're like, Hey, it worked out in the, in the last film. Let's do it again, but we're tweaking a little bit, but it's the same scenario. I will say this is the one Batman movie where Batman didn't have to have a fucking love interest play into the overarching plot. And it was so nice. Like they actually played Bruce, Bruce Wayne really well. It's like, I have to have a lady on my shoulder cause I'm Bruce Wayne and people ask a lot of questions if I don't, but I don't yeah. really care about her, but you know, she's hot. So I'm still slinging that rod. He was such a piece of shit to her. Oh yeah. You, Bruce, let's get married. What? Uh, what's that? I mean, yeah. but again, that's, that fits the character. That's Bruce Wayne. Bruce yeah. Wayne is not like it's one of the things that hasn't been nailed well enough in these movies is that Bruce Wayne is not a good person. <laughs> like he is singularly focused on Batman. He's not like this like awesome person who just gives away a ton of money to help people. Like that's not what Bruce Wayne is. He's kind of a dirtbag with extreme trauma he's not willing to face played out as the Batman character. I would argue that uh, Mr. Snyder deals with evil Bruce Wayne pretty well. Thank you. Uh, I agree. Um, the Elle McPherson character in the original draft was going to be killed off by Poison Ivy, but they deleted that fear of the fact that it would be too dark for children. <laughs> Freeze froze a bunch of fucking people. Yeah, but they thought out in 11 minutes, so it was fine. Yeah, throw it out in 11 and, minutes. And Poison Ivy did kill a bunch of people. Yeah, my lips. Yeah. What, what did she say was aloe vera? My skin is aloe vera. <laughs> my, my, I thought her blood was, was my aloe skin vera. is chlor- chlorophyll. <laughs> and my lips are poison. Yeah, that's 
she changed accents when she came out of the earth and it was so funny <laughs> she because was... she's mother nature now she's hot yeah. now God also damn. i forgot how like hot uma thurman can be when uma thurman wants to be well, hot wasn't she a supermodel like before she acted mm-hmm. not that i know I'll look up doesn't she up. hate tarantino yeah, look it up. tarantino almost killed her i think they yeah, hashed um, it out uh they might have hashed it out because there's rumors of a kill bill three uh, she's been an actress for a while, Keith. What was her first film? Uh, yeah, I can't say that. And uh, it's an '84 movie, but something of the Valley of the Wind. It was a boy. Engl- oh, she was an English voice. So, uh, Kiss Daddy Goodnight was her first film in '87. That wasn't a. Voice. Was her first big role in? Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the fucking name of it. With, she began her career as a fashion model. As oh, with Sam Jackson and Travolta. Pulp Fiction? Yeah, was that like her first big role? Um, hang on. Fucking okay. taking the needle to the chest? 94, so yeah. That was a great She did a lot was... more movies beforehand, but I think Pulp Fiction was her was the That's hit. It's like her coming out party yeah. type yeah. role. And man, kind of like how this as much as Clooney can hate the movie, this was his <laughs> first like movie. Oh, he knows that. And that's what he said too. But he what, just, what, what was that movie? He, he says he, with, he huh? What was that movie he made with Jennifer Lopez like right around the same time? Uh, oh, um you know, there was like someone trapped in a like a trunk of a car. Yeah, it was um I have it, I have it right here. <laughs> um well he did Dust Till Dawn out of sight. Ooh, Dawn. George Clooney rules in Dust Till Dawn. That's out of right. sight. Out of sight came out after of this sight, movie. Yeah. Maybe that's then, Clooney's problem in this movie, though. Is this was one of his first like non-ER acting roles, and he just wasn't yeah. sure how to be like a big time movie guy yet. <laughs> yeah, he was sort of he was just sort of like hunky action star there for a few movies. Like he knew how to play hot rich guy. He knew yeah. how to play that. Yeah, because because after Dust of Dawn, then he did The Peacemaker after this movie. Um, Out of Sight, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Cut. Oh, for like a second. <laughs> yeah, Three Kings, then oh, the Three Ocean Kings. movies. God, so. I haven't seen that movie. I need to rewatch that movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, Spike Jones. It's a good movie. Um, there hasn't been a Spike Jones joint in a while, has there? No. He's in. Uh, he shows up in the new Jackass briefly <laughs> cool <laughs> by the way very i won't good. be excited when you pick those films keith i'm not a big jackass person I'm, I'm i'm satisfied i watched the new one loved every goddamn minute of it so i'm i'm satisfied people who like worry. jackass seem to really like like people who like jackass seem to think it's the best jackass movie oh it's very like it's very heartwarming <laughs> um, a lot of dicks <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. A lot of dicks. Uh, Julia Roberts, uh, Sharon Stone, and Demi Moore were all rumored to maybe be Poison Ivy. Yeah, um, they all would have been good. <laughs> so would, Sharon I Stone might have been a little weird. Well, it would have been his, her second movie with uh, Schwarzenegger if they did that because she was in Total Recall. This movie uh, made me sad that we didn't get more bad guy Arnold movies. Arnold plays a great bad guy. Well, it's because you can blame kind of um, Terminator 2 
because you know he was the bad guy in Terminator One, and then, they and, made him good. then and then in Terminator Two he becomes good, and then everyone's like, "Oh, he's a fantastic good guy." Was Arnold so one of those action stars that like refused to get beat up on camera? Like the people uh, that like they didn't want to. I forget who was guilty of that. I think like Sylvester Stallone was or something. They like didn't want to be like they didn't want to lose fights in movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't think Schwartz. Um, probably in the ego ways of yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger. I know Stallone for sure. Uh, Seagal. No one wanted to be beat off on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You got an image to uphold or whatever. Got, yeah. You got that. You know. You got to look. I thought know. that was a shot Claude thing. Was that a shot Claude Van yeah, Damme thing? Van Damme. Yeah. But probably all those '90s action uh, yeah. heroes were like, hey. My one clause in this movie was, uh, I don't get, I don't get beat. Uh, I don't also, know if that's a Stallone thing because Stallone got his ass kicked in all the Rocky. Oh movies. yeah, it's it's probably not him. I was yeah, not him. But um, uh, well, yeah, anyways, back to my theory that I mentioned. Arnold's was the first credit rolled. Yes. In this movie. Yep. It, it, which is seems silly because he's not the main character. But so he's a bigger name. Like an, I wonder if that was like an ego contract thing. Bigger name. No, bigger yeah, it would name. just be at this time, he would have been far yeah, bigger than anyone else in this movie. Because Schwarzenegger's coming off the Terminator movies. He yeah. is total, you know, he is in the 90s. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the action star. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he's coming off Eraser, Jingle All the Way, and Batman. All right, so these are his last uh maybe, the movie... maybe don't add jingle all the way in there <laughs> well i'm going to a powerhouse of a movie like keith here look here here is here is schwarzenegger's um from 93 on last action hero true lies junior eraser jingle all the way batman and robin end of days and the sixth day and that's from 93 to 2000 damn. god damn so i i have a really funny really quick uh jingle all the way story so I was whatever age I was when that movie came out, but my aunt wanted to take me out to a movie. And as this aunt, I don't didn't see very often. So it was like the special occasion. She wants to take me out to a movie. Yeah. And she ha- she was assuming that we were going to go watch, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Star Trek. I think First Contact was that year. Hell yeah. And she was, a, and I was, I was young and I was like, well, I kind of want to see Jingle all the way. <laughs> 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 and I could just, I mean, I, I remember the conversation vividly now, looking back, like she really didn't want to go. And she was like, okay, <laughs> we'll go watch Jingle All The Way. So I forced my aunt to go watch Jingle All The Way instead of First Contact, which like rocked. <laughs> which was like, actually a cool movie. <laughs> I mean, Jingle All The Way rocked in its own <laughs> regard. Yeah. Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. What could go wrong? Um but yeah, you know, Schwarzenegger's the bigger name at the time, or George Clooney's ER. So um, I think George I Clooney think is all our moms want to bang him in this time. <laughs> and there, still think, probably now. There, I think there he's is like better difference. looking later on. I, he was pretty fucking hot in this movie. Yeah, he was. I, I forgot how good looking young George Clooney was. But there like, could be a difference yeah. in the time frame, Keith. Of like when Jack Nicholson did Batman, he's like, I need to be first billing or I'm not doing the movie. Yeah. While in Batman Robin, it's well, Schwarzenegger's the bigger name. Yeah. Who you know, Keith, if you saw Batman and Robin and you saw the title and says starring George Clooney, would you go who in 97? Would you go, who's that? Or would you go, I'm seeing it because it's Batman and Robin? Or if they if you saw the poster that said Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You'd be seeing that instead of no, that, that tracks. 
I think yeah. at, at that age, I would be like, nah, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Did you ever get a catchy name like McDreamy? What's that? That was not that was not uh, oh, uh, his nickname did like well George that was just because like, like McDreamy got named for his shitty show. Did I like Clooney ever get that type of nickname? I don't think so. No, that like, was like a plot line within that show. Like I'm clunging for Clooney or something. Um <laughs> that's not a word, but it's a ew, gross. I don't like that word. <laughs> you don't like clunging? Come on. Clunge. <laughs> Clunge. That's like a that's like a wet hand grabbing you. That's what I picture. Yeah. Yeah. You're clunging. Clunging <laughs> so for Clooney. Fun thing, if you guys go back and watch this movie anytime down the line, I I didn't notice it until, and I don't think you guys did either too. But if you watch this movie. Robin and Mr. Freeze, so Schwarzenegger and O'Donnell, never have a scene side by side together. Nice. They're not in the same shot. Were they never shooting at the same time? That's funny. Yeah, so- yes, they were not. <laughs> they were shooting at different times. And then uh, if they were looking at if, you know, the scenes of like Robin chasing Mr. Freeze, that's a stunt double or something. Or like, hey, you know, look at Mr. Freeze. That's a stunt double. So there was no scenes together of o'donnell and uh schwarzenegger even though they hung out a ton outside on on the set but they were never on same uh scene dude i want to hear sweet bro stories between arnold schwarzenegger and chris o'donnell oh wow god do you ever think do you think george clooney and arnold ever got together and like smoked cigars and drank scotch and just were douches together uh well i I can fucking maids yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that Jesse Ventura, who was a security guard in this movie, and John so Bon Jovi cool. would show up on set and they would smoke cigars with Schwarzenegger. God, I, wish, the, I wish I could do a Jesse Ventura impression. <laughs> Dude, imagine the fucking set stories that there must be yeah. from this movie. Uh, there was an 11-person team required to get Arnold in makeup and costume. They had to work fast because Schwarzenegger had a stri- strict 12 hour 12 hour limit per day written in his contract he must have spent nine of that in the chair getting all that fucking makeup put on uh he would have handlers feeding him and massaging his hands while he was eating the makeup in the makeup chair must be nice i mean i think a lot of people when they're stuck in the chair like that have that situation though yeah uh one of the things that um I'm truly disappointed in is how the unsuccess this movie got because um, there was an idea that after the film's negative reception, plans for the Tim Burton Superman libs was shut down. They went pretty heavy with like trying to get Superman into the universe too. As with that line the, they put in the movie. Well, they, as the first time, as in Batman Forever, they brought Metropolis. And then this one, I, I see why Superman works alone. Well, <laughs> Superman Lives was going to be the Nick Cage Superman movie. And it was going to be Clooney. Nick Cage. It, no, Tim Burton uh, Cage. But it was going to be Nick Cage and Super, uh, as Superman and George Clooney as Batman. That was going to be the first BBS in a way. Yeah. Could you imagine how bad a Tim Burton fucking Superman would be, though? Yeah, you be- shut your goddamn mouth. Be- well, no, Joe, because Tim, Joe, that's like, the true dawn of justice. That is the <laughs> true. Superman is supposed to be like a lighter character that deals yeah. with a lot more internal trouble. Tim Burton's all like dark and well, creepy. Like that's not Superman. You've seen the Nick Cage photos in the 
the Superman I mean, outfit. Super early mock-ups. But still, that was going to be the mock-up. So I think he was a Schumacher Superman might have ruled. Not Schumacher. Burton. I know, but no, in theory, no. But I'm just, I'm just doing fan fiction now. Yeah. <laughs> the true Don of Justice. Schumacher with Superman would have been better than Tim Burton Superman. Oh yeah, Tim yeah. Burton sounds like the worst person I could think of to do Superman. Well, that's just because, you know, he had success with the first two and then the, then they went away with them. But then they, yeah, you know, the 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 historic kind of Superman movie that wasn't to be the Nick Cage Superman movie. Meanwhile, Zack Snyder's just taking notes, waiting, lurking in the shadows. <laughs> Can't like wait Tim to Burton make his fan. atrocious piece of crap that no one likes. What? 66 percent of this podcast. Likes yes. <laughs> Soon be Congratulations. You guys are the three people who like that film. Hey, we got the Justice League Snyder Cut revealed, so that was all on us, so you're welcome. Yeah, that's, we just like bullied media pussies yeah. for, for months. For months. <laughs> Constant. We had, our, we had our Twitter accounts like looping every hour, every minute kind of thing of like just sending release the cut. Yeah. Oh, you guys hired some Russian bot farmers to... Uh... You don't want to we know are we I are doxed. the bot farmers. <laughs> I dox so many blue checks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good God! Um, it was me and Gina Carano. <laughs> we smoked that shit every day. What a, what a fucking pull! I wonder how her fucking Ben Shapiro movie's doing. Oh, now she's in one. Yeah, that's what she went to after oh, Disney kicked yeah. her to the fucking curb. Ben Shapiro's like, I'll make a movie with you and it'll be great. And then no Kate, one gave it. I know, I know this is really way it? off topic. Keith, did you watch that? Did you see that clip of the guy wrote the kid roasting Shapiro at a <laughs> rally? Some kid basically says, like, you can't uh you're a bozo and you can't get your wife wet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um so uh here's a fun fact. This original the movie original title for this movie was gonna be called Batman Forever. But it was going to be four ew, E-V-E-R. Ew, ew, ew. That's but so nice. Forever. Yeah, but since they t- since that was the one before, they changed it to Batman and Robin. Is that better or worse than the trend of just, if they called it like Batman 97 in parentheses? Oh. Uh, no, uh, car is bad. <laughs> I would still probably do the Batman 97 and so the forever. <laughs> yeah, stylized, like stylized letters into numbers suck. <laughs> Although I really hate this new trend of here, we're gonna make a new movie, a new thing, but we're gonna call it the version. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Throw in the or or the like the new fast the fast furious movies take the or bring it in. Uh-huh. Like the Wolverine. <laughs> the Wolverine. Uh, Ed Harris. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, Hogan, Stallone, and Anthony Hopkins was the Mr. Freeze choice. Hopkins would have ruled. I mean, I feel like they nailed it with Schwarzenegger. I yeah. thought he was great. By the way, his line delivery when he says, well, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! And he, like, Ice Age. he answered his joke instantly. Like, he didn't, he yeah. didn't give a pause. Like he like I think he just like said it wrong and they kept the take. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. It was great. Everything about Schwarzenegger was great. He fucking killed it in this film. Well, I I I see what Keith's talking about because he he didn't give a time for a response. He's like, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. Like he's I mean, he's a bad guy. He's not trying to give people to let people steal. Yeah, he like did he did twenty seven puns. I don't think. 
He couldn't let us. It's like the Batman have in the Batman the Riddler gave him time to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it was Mr. Freeze, he if Mr. Freeze was in the Batman, he would have answered the question on the back. You know, like flip <laughs> <Yeah>. over, <laughs> lay still. Like what the hell? Uh, Maybe he wasn't asking a question. Maybe it was just all part of one phrase. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, one. just the, like the ultimate the ultimate life guy. He just he, he wants to be a dad because he's like practicing all of his dad jokes. Yep. <laughs> Boy, that was a really dumb joke I just did there. Can we cut that one out? Nope. nope love that it. stays in. All right. I actually appreciated it. It was one of your better jokes. <laughs> I don't have a bit to do right now, so let's just keep with that one. Did, did anyone else think it was weird, though, in one of the lines where, like, he was doing a stick-up, and instead of telling people to freeze, which would have made sense, <laughs> he kept telling them to chill? Chill out. <laughs> I like it when you said chill three times. Chill, <laughs> chill, chill. Like, chill. <laughs> But shouldn't you have said freeze? Chill doesn't like, make sense in this context. It's like the, the idea of, so he becomes Mr. Freeze, but to him it's Christmas 24-7 when he's having his henchmen sing yeah, Rudolph or whatever it was. Like the Christmas. Was, uh, like, I'm Mr. White Christmas. Yeah. I'm Mr. Snow. <laughs> so he really just like was spent the whole time uh you know, living Christmas all year long. Now. That's how they spend. They really, really leaned into the ice thing. <laughs> they, I mean, like they said, it was going for cartoon. Like they really went yeah. cartoony with it. I have okay, a note so, that this movie had big like Power Rangers vibes to it. Like it had the, the like they everyone moved and talked like Power Rangers characters. It was definitely selling to children of our age at that time to go see this movie. Yeah. This was not being sold to adults. And Holy. I think that's like painting a lot of my positivity <laughs> right now to it. Like why? Well, here's some more positivity to you. The actor that played the young Bruce Wayne and like the, you know, when Bruce was zone out and then we see a young Alfred because Alfred's dying in this movie and only Batman knows, but he won't tell everybody else. That was the only detective work he did. Was like, oh, my butler, my, my friend's dying. Um, no, no. He also read the patch on Alicia Silverstone's jacket. Oh, yeah. How do you know? It's on your, oh, I'm, I'm dumb. Yeah. Um, the young Bruce Wayne was the kid from the Santa Claus, the, the, the plays Tim Allen's son. Oh, wow. the, God. And then Vivica A. Fox is in this movie for like one scene. Do you want, do you know what her name is? What? I just had it up on the IMDb and I missed it. Miss B Haven. God, they spent, ah, that's amazing. They spent four and a half seconds coming up with that name. <laughs> who was, who was she? She was, she the, was just a henchman. She was the hot girl who wanted to bang freeze and freeze was like, no, I only love my wife. Oh, that was, that was such a ridiculous scene. She just like out of nowhere walks up and was like, Hey, you want to fuck? And she, he's like, nah. Nah, and everyone else is freezing their balls off and she's like naked and doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> this movie was extraordinarily horny. It was. Uh, like, I loved it. Oh, yeah. No, this, it was great. Well, this movie. Go ahead, Keith. I was going to say, we're not, we're talking a lot about Freeze, but I, I really, really enjoyed Poison Ivy in this. Like, Dude, almost Uma as Thurman much. was so good. She liked yeah. the, the, uh, she liked the uh, cartoonist ways of the, she liked the way the movie was Dude, she pre had a presented. Plan. I loved her like the scene when she's in the gorilla suit doing the like the burlesque dance was just so cool. <laughs> Dude, some of the lines she had in this movie too were like racy as fuck. 
Oh yeah. Like, like one point she said she was slippery when wet. I was like, what? Oh yeah. And when she says like, do I, do I want the, the old bull or the young buck? <laughs> yeah. Well, she makes out like the two guards like right away. I totally forgot about that. I'm like, oh, she kisses like both dudes, kills them. And then, you know, like the whole time's like wants to get in the pants of Robin, aka for to trick him to dying. And, you know, well, she compliments his endurance. (laughs) Like, do I want the old one or do I want the young stud with his endurance and his stamina? Yeah. Sorry, lover boy, but you won't die. You're gonna die now, and it's like rubber lips. My like, yeah, uh huh, yeah. It's like <laughs> just like yeah, if you only kiss the lips, just like a like, <laughs> poison <yeah. goes. laughs> Like the lips just come right. You know, oh, he had the rubber right on the whole time. It's like no, no, not gonna happen. Hey, check this joke out. Robin head on to head on a poison ivy dental dam. Um, this is the so only like, film that didn't how funny it. was it when, uh, when, when Batman was like we set our own trap and then instantly got caught in Ivy it's like ah, we caught Poison Ivy and then he was just thrown up against the wall and had nothing to do so this was part this was part of the movie I was on my phone a little bit why did Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze create an alliance other than her just like liking him she just wanted to, well, she wanted to destroy the planet and she saw that Freeze could do it. Oh, yeah. She wanted okay. to destroy the planet and then because Free, yeah, the uh, the the dinosaur situation can happen all over again. And then the Mother age. Earth can, the Ice Age, yeah. With her crazy uh, man-eating plants. But, yeah, and I guess, you know, but since the poison can't work on him, I guess they can't reproduce human life, aka she just wants the world to be plants. That's the whole point of Poison Ivy. Her her writing was kind of wacky. She she was written like she was how like crazy conservative people think Greta Thunberg is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like they wrote her is like it's like well I, if the people don't deserve the planet we're gonna kill all the people. <laughs> yeah, I mean granted that is just what Poison Ivy is in yeah. general. She is a like hard. She is the hardcore version of an eco terrorist. <laughs> yeah. I do love. Her, I do. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. So I was just say her ideas were flawed. i do love the fact and how you know cartoonish this movie was is you have bane who we see go from super skinny to the big brute that he is and then they go to i forget like africa or somewhere where they go to amazon and they come back and she's in full like under you know uh coat a hood glasses so don't know who she is but Bane is, has a top hat on and a so, like a trench coat. And it's like, they came back in from the Amazon. And she's like, is that really the uh, the outfit you wanted to hide Bane into? Bane should have been in one that he was, but like the gorilla outfit coming off the airplane. Oh, because that's even like less conspicuous. <laughs> you pick your poison. Hey, uh, it was the Bane 90s. You used to be able to like see people in other planes. <laughs> he, he really did. Bane's one of the best Batman villains and they just fucking did him dirty in this movie. Like Bane's supposed to be like a genius, but Bane was just a fucking dumb shit who hit stuff. I'm not going to say mimics the last to... word and the mimics the last word that they say like fat. Oh yeah. Fat. <laughs> he well, was I'm... mostly all the Batgirl body shaming. 
<laughs> he was offset, just glaring at her eating pizza. <laughs> ah, he was a method actor and just stayed in it. Yeah. It's like, stop calling me fat, dude. This isn't funny. It's not funny. It's, it was funny the first time, but no, I'm not crying. Uh, one of the funny things, like, we talked about how cartoonish this movie was, as in the last movie, like, uh, you're going to get uh, food. You're, you want some food? I'm going to get drive through. You know, I want a car. Chicks dig the car. You know, that, that, that line of the chicks dig, you know, chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they uh, use that chicks dig the car line again in this movie, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, is that, yeah, chicks dig the car. Um, and then Batman pulls out his uh, yeah. Yep. credit card. You know, never leave, never <laughs> oh leave. Oh, my God, that fucking that bat card was ridiculous. Uh, it was funny seeing like a, a lady auction scene again like those the, those what were they auction off the women yeah the women yeah for a night okay. you get a night with the lady because the producer was like what's being auctioned right now and i'm like i think the women <laughs> i mean yeah, it's like it's that like is a thing taken. that still happens though <laughs> yeah like you like you auction a date off with someone like that yeah, happens at these high-end uh, charity auctions yeah, it's usually just like a it's like a schlocky fundraiser and you go out for dinner or whatever. Yeah. Trust me, I've been this to lots a, of those parties. But this was, wasn't this wasn't this a no, Bruce Keith, what you've Wayne? been to are called key parties. <laughs> but wasn't this a Bruce Wayne? Like the, he did this party, so this is Bruce Wayne auctioning off women. Well, he because they were the diamonds. Oh, okay. And it was a big party. Which the only party that Bruce Wayne doesn't show up to is the one that Batman shows up to. That's so funny. Well, the, yeah, and we got like the fucking em- invitation and like our 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 guests will be Batman and Robin. It's like, oh, and I, in by the way, in four out of four movies now, his 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 identity is revealed. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't oh, yeah. to a love interest this time. Yeah, it was just horny. <laughs> But this one was just to the the villain. <laughs> you just no, can't stand think... it, Bruce. He he says Bruce when like Poison Ivy's trying to escape when they're fighting in the um in the uh oh I don't think they Mister Freeze they... hideout. Ivy picked up on that one. Uh, no, maybe. I thought it was to Alicia. Just... Yeah, it was Alicia Silverstone figured yeah, she it figured out. Figured it out. Well, she is also dumb in the movie too. Oh my god, dude, that when, fucking scene where she shows up as Batgirl. When she reveals herself to be uh Batgirl, it's like, guys, it's, it's Barbara. I'm like, yeah, we know <laughs> they, it's, you. it's like we fucking know you dumb yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, I used password Alfred and I got in. <laughs> it was Peg. Dude, that fucking she, scene. Alfred was in for Pegging, all right? And that's a three why letter, was... a three-letter password. <laughs> Which is unacceptable nowadays. Yeah, that doesn't pass. That doesn't pass security clearance. How fucking funny do you think Joel Schumacher was? Do you think he thought he was when she showed up and it was like, I'm Batgirl? Then Clooney was like, Batgirl? That's not very PC. What about Bat Person or Bat? Like really, we're making Bruce, that joke. Bruce, I thought me. it was. It cracked me up seeing that joke because that's like the humor that like cancel culture nerds use today. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which is so funny that 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 is a stupid joke. Whatever, twenty five years ago, however old, but like <laughs> people use it now in a more insidious context. <laughs> also, cancel culture doesn't exist. People just get their repercussions. You're not allowed to do whatever you want. <laughs> Cancel culture is not a thing. Fucking Louis C.K. still has a career. He won a Grammy. <laughs> so let's uh, let's just 
stop <laughs> pretending that cancel culture is a, our fucking <laughs> Trump was our president. Let's stop pretending that cancel culture is the thing. I don't know. People try to cancel me all the damn time. Oh. Yeah, and you deserve it for what you say. Well, shouldn't cancel me. Shit. <laughs> Hell. You, hell. Do, you, hell, Keith, you do have all the, that stuff behind you. Uh, we won't. We, <laughs> we won't. We won't uh, get into that. For, for the folks listening, Buddhist there's symbol? a calendar. There's like a Buddhist symbol behind you that I think someone <laughs> yeah. co-opted. And it's 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 next to my I, calendar. I think, I, I think Buddha's bending over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was gonna say it's, it's next to my calendar with January circled. <laughs> the first, the, the first six, week right? of January. What, what do we do on the sixth again, Keith? I forgot. It's, a, it's an anniversary. All, all the fake movie experts out there, we're gonna go to Schumacher's house. Oh yeah, demand the release. We're, we're gonna storm the uh, storm the Schumacher estate. Storm the Schumacher estate. Keith, I was looking at your invite that you were sending out for that. It <laughs> says the capital. <laughs> I don't think Cross that's around. where Joel Schumacher lives. Keith, I know what you did. You were supposed to do Capital Schumacher, but you just yeah. spoke Capital. Were you doing it for like through Siri and had Siri do Capital Schumacher, but it just said Capital yeah. instead? Yeah, and uh, you know the, the the Schumacher cut was stolen from us, and we need yeah. to stop the steal. So we got to stop the steal from yeah. happening. <laughs> uh, it's all funny because our fucking country is crumbling. <laughs> So we're stopping the steal. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thesis of this episode. That's the thesis. We have Got to stop it. the steal. Got to. Uh, one of the one of the things I noticed before before we finish up and go move on to the budget and stuff is how far is that goddamn Batcave like entrance? Because, like in the Batman one, like once again we get a different uh, um, uh, Bruce Wayne manner, but like in the first one, the entrance to the Batcave is like uh, you know. Um, decent size but this one looked like the fast and furious six airplane scene of how it kept going and going and going that's how like the entrance to where the batmobile the bike leave the red bird and i was just looking i'm like how fucking far do they have to drive the whole way to get out of the goddamn thing <laughs> and then we get the new toys um those uh... The bat, Ugh. what bat bike for bat girl, the um, Zamboni like tune boat or whatever the fuck that thing was, the giant the, fan thing. There's a giant fan, and then like the giant ice Zamboni for Batman, with their stealth, uh, new costumes for Freeze, which fucking sucked. Yeah. So this is what uh, I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show. Mr. Freeze is like a brand new villain in this movie. It's like legit, like he just debuted the day before. You know, it's like we have a new villain on the loose, Mr. Freeze, and he wants to be called Mr. Freeze. And then, like he he hasn't been the villain for that long. Like unlike Two Face, who's been a villain for a while in the Batman Forever, and this one, legitimately, the movie starts and you're like, oh yeah, he's the new villain. Yeah, this new guy has shown up and he's freezing everyone. But then, how does Batman once again? We talked about earlier about how his his uh, handy tools and the equipment are for that scene only. He has a ice rink, Zamboni, a boat, uh, a bike, and whatever the fan was for Robin, and then the, the warming laser, then warming lasers, <laughs> and then also like the warming outfits that they wore. The all great, like you know, it was supposed to be like a stealth type thing. Once again, like which mimicking 
Batman Forever at the end of having the same, you know, like we're going to do a ver- newer version suit to face where we're the situation we're getting ourselves into. Which means that after they defeated Poison Ivy, they went back to the Batcave to change. Yes. Yep. But like, then I question that because it, it's probably just an error in the movie. But when they defeat uh, Mr. Freeze and then he gives them the two, you know, the vaccines uh, for the McGregor's disease, whatever, take McGregor's two and disease. call me in the morning. I remember that line. Um, and then they go back to the Alfred and they put the, uh, the vaccine stuff in. And then everybody's out of their outfit. But Robin, Robin's in his normal new outfit, which we can talk about in a second. No, but, the old out. Well, the new one for this movie. Yeah, but the not new the one for silver this outfit. Yeah, but everybody else is out of their outfits. Like, uh, Silverstone's in gym clothes, and I think Batman was in a jacket, or he was all black. So, like, none of them are wearing the stealth outfits that they just wore to defeat Ro- uh, Mr. Freeze. And Robin changed back into his original movie outfit. Like yeah. from the beginning of the, like, it made no fucking like, when did they shoot that scene and then decide later to make the garbage silver costumes? <laughs> also, it means Alfred made two Batgirl suits. Yeah. 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 He likes his nieces, step nieces thick and, you know, <laughs> had to make two outfits. Um, really got to show you, off those tatas. What did you guys think of Robin's new Red Wing outfit? Like the instead of just like a logo on the chest like a small one batman it was the full all the way down almost to his arms his costume was the only one i liked the robin costume from the start of the movie not the shitty silver costumes was the only one i liked in this entire movie yeah i feel like robin looked cooler in this one than in the last movie was he still wearing the earring in this no i don't think so at least it wasn't as prominent yeah (laughs) Because that was such like a 90s guy thing. <laughs> I totally forgot he changed the outfit in the this movie. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because like you know, I like I, you know, uh the when we post when the, the Batman Forever been posted, we put photos with it and we did a side by side of Batman and Robin, and Robin's in his you know red suit with the arms being green and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, that's the outfit going into Batman and Robin, then re-watching Batman and Robin going, Oh, wait, this is a whole new outfit that they went with the Nightwing outfit, basically, instead of blue being red. Yeah, I, I thought it looked really good. It was like one of the better aspects of... It was the only good costume for the good guys in this entire movie. Yeah. That was my um, issue, is that I like wasn't paying attention to the good guys' outfits in this. I was just well, like... They so, weren't good. I was just they like so, bad so bad. I just kept on like nipples. focusing on just like Poison Ivy looking cool as hell and Mr. Freeze looking cool as hell and like Batman and Robin just meh. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, I didn't bat- even know like the nipple thing, like we got the nipples in the last movie too. Like it wasn't really as prominent as I thought people made it out to be. The costumes just sucked in general. Yeah. Batman's like overall outfit was gray. It wasn't black. It was gray. Yeah, there was no defining one. trait to it. There was not like nothing about it made it stand out. Like if you when, if you look at the Batman and Robin poster, Batman the 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 mask that Batman has on is black. But if you when you watch the movie, it is the dark black I mean dark gray tone of a costume. So the even in this one they went different with the um outfit. And then at the end we do flat out gray uh 
outfits. And it's, you know, that funny thing of the end, you know, bringing up the fact that basically in wrestling terms, Mr. Freeze went face at the end (laughs) and became a good guy at the end because of, you know, he's going to destroy the whole world. But then Batman gives him the rah-rah speech of, hey, I need your help to fix the stage one of your McGregor or, you know, can you help me? And he's like, yes. And they makes the, you know, cheesy line of take two and call me in the morning. And then Batman's like, thank you. You can continue your work at Arkham Asylum and your wife will be transported to Arkham Asylum. With Jesus. <laughs> and By the way, just... the Bruce Wayne, did the Bruce Wayne satellite seem kind of evil to you guys? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh exactly. yeah. <laughs> how can we, how can we do this? Well, I have an idea. Uh, and then he, all the he... Bruce Wayne, uh, you know, the Bruce well, Wayne but they satellite. weren't Bruce Wayne satellites. It clearly showed they were U.S. Army satellites. Oh, so we hacked in. They were military satellites that Bruce Wayne had the capability of using. Yeah, what? That's, that's, just, that's like Elon Musk shit. <laughs> that's one, thing I, one thing I don't It's a problem appreciate. with Bruce Wayne. It makes shit bad, crazy people like Elon Musk think that because they're billionaires, they're good people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I don't like about this movie is calling men dumb. When they do the, <laughs> yeah, when they do it easy this, on the boys, there. yeah, yeah. We, well, come on, boys need, need help here. Come give, on, give, give the boys a break. break. <laughs> when the when the, when when the satellites have to be moved into portion, and like Robin's like, I have to do this upside down, and then <laughs> Batgirl's just like dumb boys or something. It's like yeah. she just like flips the screen over around, and God. she's like. Shut up. You know, at, shut that, up. At, at, at that point in the movie, I kept on looking about how much was left. <laughs> right? I will say, though, are you are the two of you really arguing that boys aren't dumb? Hey, give the boys a break. Give, give us, yeah. Come on. Come yeah, on. You know, what, the, the weeks are for the boys, as they say, right? Yeah. Like, we, listen, we've had enough, okay? Had, <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel as though you're actually proving Alicia Silverstone's point right now, so... <laughs> We've been let down and shoved down for a while. Give give the boys a break, Alicia. Yeah, 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 Alicia. (laughs) Cis white males never get your way. It's hard out there. It's hard out there for. We're the most. It's hard out there for group. Yeah, hard out there for a pimp. I'm sorry. Was that push down or pushing all other groups down that you said there, Keith? The boys. The boys. The boys. Congratulations, you proved your point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, boys, let's move on. So uh, the budget for this movie was a good old $125 million. I can did tell like you- Did 100 of that go to Schwarzenegger? Where the fuck did that budget come from? 25 did. Holy shit. Okay. That's a lot of money. 25 did, so- uh, domestically, this movie only earned 107 million. Oh no! Internationally, 131 million. So worldwide, only 238 million dollars. It's funny how much the budget determines whether or not that. Because, like, if this was on a budget of 25 million, be like, holy <laughs> shit, this movie did amazing. Yep. But when you preface it with like, hey, it costs 125 million to make this movie. You're like, oh, and. You know, I mean, they still cleared a hundred million dollars. <laughs> it it did, but uh, you know, this is like those things like it's a hundred million, like basically it's a hundred million dollar budget minus twenty five for Arnold, and 
um it's just that crazy thing like you look at the graphics for this movie and like at the time they maybe were state-of-the-art but because we have a, a much brighter gotham in this one and you know we have the camp the tight the neon light gang and shit like that and it's just and the bike the motorcycles and stuff so you know you can see the difference in one bit of question I have about the design of Gotham City. Who the fuck designs an observatory that's just being held out by a statue? That seems dangerous. It really is. Seems like also it's in the middle of the city, but it's on a rock face. The, 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 like, the geography of Gotham City is bonkers. <laughs> this Depends on what be movie. A million miles wide. Yeah, it, it, it's either literally below sea level or it's... Above. It, it it depends on the movie you know batman yeah. or superman you know gotham and metropolis, right next are to like metropolis next year yeah like a boat trip away you're there um or it's batman begins and it's just pittsburgh yeah or you know yeah uh let's go to the, to the box office for june 20th to the 22nd of 1997 uh coming in at number 10 in its third week with uh, eight hundred fifty-three thousand, buddy. I think it's a dog movie. No, buddy is, that is not an elf a, movie. No, buddy is a Renee. Um, it's Renee, Renee Russo. Movie? Renee oh, Russo. Renee. Oh, it's it's her with the uh, giant gorilla. I remember oh, that. Yep. I remember that movie. okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Instantly brought it back. Okay. <laughs> Uh, number nine in the uh, seventh week with 865,000, The Fifth Element. Ooh, Hell yeah. Good year. Aziz, light. <laughs> uh, number eight in its fifth week with 901,000 is Addicted to Love. It's a Meg Ryan, Matthew Broderick movie. Never saw it. Hot. Uh, number seven in its fourth week is with 1.1 million is Gone Fishing. It's a Danny Glover and Joe Pesci movie. Yep, I've seen movie. it. Uh, number six in its eighth week with 1.2 million, which you can go back and listen to what we thought of it, was Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Okay, 97 is kind of a rocking year. Yeah, it's going to get better. It's just going to start. Here we go. Uh, number five in its second week with 7.4 million, Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, number four in its fifth week with 8 million. Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yeah, that That's rocks. the second one? Second yeah. one, yep. Number three in its third week with 10 million, Con Air. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. Coming in at number two in its first week with 21 million, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah, and then... McConaughey? No, Jennifer it's Lopez. Julia... Uh, Julia, uh, Julia Roberts. Oh, and that means number one when it's first week with 42 million, Batman and Robin. So it opened well. I guess it just didn't have a good run after opening. I mean, it also <laughs> sounds like it was going up against a shit ton. Yeah. Um, I just hang on. I just had it has one of the largest drop-offs. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> um uh, uh, released with that amount, making it the third highest opening weekend of '97. The film declined by 63% in its second week as it was facing early competition with Face Off, 
Hercules and Men in Black. Wow. Good. I mean, so kind of sounds like the failure of that movie was more based on the fact that 97 was fucking loaded. Yeah. Could you imagine uh, a summer in which we got that many amazing movies? Be crazy. If we were old enough, yes. But, then, you know, uh, because, yeah, you know, going that time frame, it's just like, Jesus Christ, you know. Uh, um. That would now we get like one great movie a month if we're lucky, right? Oh, we get a couple, you know. Soon that uh, I mean, we think the Nick Cage movie is going to be great. I don't know if everyone's going to be on board with us on that train of thought. I hope so. That'd be cool, guys. You guys with us? To date, this movie, Keith, you want to go see The Northman? I've got Andy, cousin Andy, super stoked to go see. Northman. Well, if you guys make plans, let me let me yeah. know about that. I want I want to see yeah, that movie. Northman group. That, that movie looks rad as hell. Just like a revenge story. I'm very down. Apparently, it's very like based in actual mythos of the Vikings, so it should be interesting. Uh, also, so Mr. Skarsgård, like half naked, half the movie, and actual naked. Apparently, fighting on a volcano at some point. What? <laughs> I will. I would say Batman dropped a three in its second week because Face Off came out, and then Hercules yeah. came uh, all the way up from eleventh to go to second the next week. Never. Hercules has always been one of my lower-rated Disney movies. I was never a big Hercules guy. Also, at the at the time, Keith, a uh, liar, liar was out. So, uh, Jesus. Um. There was a constant of there was like ten movies. Yeah, like yep, yeah, I would have seen that. Or um, I don't know then, why, but Face Off always feels like an early '90s movie to me, not a late right. '90s yeah, that's movie. Crazy. I don't know why. And then in the second week out, Batman and Robin drops the fifth because Men in Black came out a week after Face Off. Jesus Christ! What a three week run. And then after that, Contact came out. Hell yeah! So. Then George of the Jungle. Jesus that was Brendan Christ. Fraser, wasn't it? Yeah, ninety-seven is pretty stacked. That's crazy. Then at the <laughs> end of, and then at Rick at the end of July, uh, Good Burger came out, and Air Force One came out. Jesus. Hell yes! And then Spawn. <laughs> oh yeah! Good God! Con- conspiracy theory. I think that's the Mel Gibson, Julie Roberts movie. Uh, uh, Event Horizon. I think Dude, so. what the fuck? I think Spawn G- might have been my first movie I saw in theaters away from my parents. I might need a I might need a duck for this one, but GI Jane came out. Yeah, the, uh, keep so- my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> August 29th is the last week that nothing comes out. So from Batman and Robin on to the last week of August, no, a, a movie that we know or have seen came out see theaters like production companies wouldn't do that anymore because then they're just like going against themselves because isn't men in black a warner brothers film um i don't think so i think it's something it was a indie one like not an you know not an indie one but oh it might have been 20th century that's right um Um, I have it right here. I think Men in Black was. Oh, there it is. Uh, Sony's. Oh, was Sony. that was so well. No run. No wonder it's so fucked up nowadays. Yeah, I should have been uh, able to guess with how bad those movies are now. 
Yeah. So the ratings for this movie, IMDb gave Batman and Robin a 3.7. Brutal. Ron Tomato, all critics gave it a 12. Top critics, 12. And audience gave it a 16. Yeah. Keith, what did what did the uh, ghost of... Uh, or was he alive? He was alive. The, the walking he was around, very alive in 97. The walking around, breathing, living, eating, drinking. Clunging. 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 He gave it a... He wasn't as harsh on it, which is kind of cool. Two out of four stars. Uh, my old, old paragraph I picked out for us. My prescription for the series remains unchanged. Scale down. We don't need to see $2 million on the screen every single minute. Give the foreground to the characters, not the special effects. Ask the hard questions about Bruce Wayne. There's a moment in the film where we learn that the new telescope in the Gotham Observatory can look at any place on Earth. Just don't point it in my bedroom, Bruce Wayne chuckles. <laughs> what is he chuckling about? About his hot orgies. Also, yeah. that is such an amazingly good take of just what's been a failure of all Batman franchises. Yeah, yeah that is... Uh... Yeah. So let's, uh, before we uh, blaze them, let's rank them. Clunge the stars. We're going to clunge <laughs> the stars to the star log. So we're going to be ranking best Batman, best Bruce, best villain, best suits, best Batmobile and movie. It's what are you going to cuddle up and watch? What are whose hand is in whose pants as we're enjoying in a movie? <laughs> Mine and my own got sweatpants on and a blanket. And a little mini marshmallows swimming, just swimming around. <laughs> Most rewatchable. Is that what we call it these days? Uh, is this new? <laughs> is this new? I think, right? It's new I to ha- me. I hate you. You and your goddamn goldfish memory. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're ranking. So uh, let's do best Batman. So right now it's three, one, two. Are we going to stick with that and do four at the end? Yeah, that he was an, he is the worst Batman ever, period. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, I can go with that. I didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't much care for Michael Keaton on our rewatch, but, but I, I think, would rather take yeah. Keaton over Clooney. I mean, Keaton is for sure the number two Batman as worst overall ever, but Clooney by far was the worst Batman. Okay. Uh, best Bruce Wayne as of right now, it's still three, one, two, or six. Uh, best. He was the best Bruce Wayne to me. He was the most encompassing of who Bruce Wayne should be as a character. Yeah, they let so him he goes to stuff. the top of my list. I, Keith, I'll, I'll let you have the final decision, but I'll stick with Val Kilmer as my number one Bruce. Uh, is it because of the Thurkett line? I hate that line, Keith. But I, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm. You know, I, I think Val. Yeah, they, I feel like they gave George Clooney like more meat to chew on. So yeah, I'll, I'll pick George. George is wow, wow. The only it's the only thing George has going for him is that he's an actual good yeah. George. He's a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. All right, so now let's do best villains. So we have right now uh, Riddler and Two Face at one, Joker at three, and then Catwoman Penguin at uh, I mean, uh, Joker at two, Catwoman Penguin at three. Where do we put Mister Freeze? Poison Ivy and a little bit of Bane. Where I think if Bane in? wasn't such a waste of space, I'd make them one. But Bane pulls it down, especially with how easily he gets defeated. Did he so do like go, the awesome? Go ahead. I put them at two. 
Okay. Behind I would say they didn't Riddler and Two Face. I was gonna say they didn't do the awesome like Batman gets his back broken, you know. That's like the most like, most infamous Batman Bane moment. We didn't get a cut tease. There was like no Batman Bane face off in this movie. It was, it was Robin. Pretty- it was Robin and <laughs> that's because they can't move like they haven't figured out a way yet to make him like move well in his suit. So they can't have just like a fist fight with Bane and Batman yet. But no, I agree. Number two. Same boat. Okay. I think so, if you took out Bane, though, they would have been number one. Yeah. But I think Bane just took so much out of it because of how bad he was. Yeah. All right. So that'd be uh, going forward in the Batman listing. It'll be uh, three, four, one, and two. I honestly did not see that coming, to be honest. So let's do best suits. So right now we have three, one, and two. Where do we put gray and then super gray? I think they're dead last. And that's not included because of the uh, nipples. That's just I didn't like the suit at all in this one. I don't like the fact that it was gray on gray with the bat logo. So you can't see the different like no yellow or anything to see the symbol. You have to like squint to see that. I don't like him. Given that, like, I didn't even think about the suit while I was watching it, it was clearly like unimpactful to me. So yeah, I'll agree. <laughs> yeah, it's last, but it's not as far below two as you'd think it would be, just because mm-hmm, of yeah. how stupid the gadgets were in two. Yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't like the uh, gray on gray with some, uh, so you can't see anything. Uh, best bat. Uh, we're doing best Batmobile. So right now it's one, three, two, and I assume this goes four since this was a horrendous knockoff of freeze. Let's just include everything that, like, every vehicle in this movie sucked. Yeah, except for yeah, Freeze's man. rocket ship. Freeze's rocket ship was sick. <laughs> Serves up. But, I mean, we're only we're only counting the good guy stuff though. <laughs> oh. Real quick, got to shout out the the surfboard in the air scene. Oh my god! <laughs> I was waiting for the chili peppers to hit like they did in Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm confused it. how they didn't die. How did they actually slow down? Well, I, do you remember in the '90s there was a lot of clips of people doing the like the skydiving with surfboard like snowboards yes. or whatever stuck to I mean, their yeah, shoes. A- Joe just referenced the one that is all impacted into our brain heavily is the Power Rangers opening sequence. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, th- that was very '90s. Like in the air with a surfboard, what? <laughs> That's so extreme. Yeah. God, remember that phase of life where everything was extreme? Yeah. Extreme. So extreme. What was that? What was that show? Extreme something. It was like a clip show. Ah, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Like what? It was on. Uh, oh, yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like on Channel Four. It was like the most. Yeah, it was extreme people. It was stuff. people like people like wiping out. <laughs> yeah i've seen that and i saw a guy get fucking pierced through the chest with a javelin I'm like that's not <laughs> oh extreme. yeah it was like yeah. one of the competitions and it hit one of the guys who were supposed to be doing the marking yeah and he's got fucking speared through the heart with a javelin i'm like that's not extreme <laughs> yeah. i don't think it was not... through the heart i think that guy lived but oh yeah but i'm just saying like there's no like there was no viewer discretion advice it's just like <laughs> just the guy watch this and like watch this guy I mean, it's the 90s you could barely see what was happening it was grainy it's fine that's true oh yeah this oh i'll get to it in the review never mind go ahead oh, okay <laughs> uh but the last but not least is 
movie. Uh, right now it's three, one, two. Well, we put it in four. God, I don't, this movie feels rewatchable to me. I would probably still rewatch this one before I rewatched one and two. So for me, it'd be three, four, one, two. I'm, I'm on board with that. I don't like the Burton ones. I've decided. Damn. But uh, what I was going to say was this movie really, really, really did not benefit from the HD uprezzing. It looked like hell. Because um, I, I, I don't think HBO streams in 4K. Maybe it does. I don't know. But uh, uh, I don't think it does yet. No, but um, it just it would just it made everything look a little too clear. It kind of be- it would have benefited from a little bit of 720p haze, <laughs> like being able to see clearly that they just rewound the footage for yeah. uh, for Robin to go back under the water. Yeah, I was I don't know if it was my disc or not, but I was watching on my 4K and there was that in the beginning of the movie, and I don't know if it was just the movie itself, um, but it was kept skipping at points. Like you hear like the but but noise kind of thing like it's just skipped. Um, that might be your player. I had some issues with one of my Xboxes a while ago with that. Yeah, and it could be the disc because when I did Thor Ragnarok, it did like the humming noise, and I like it was like fresh out of the case, the thing itself, and it was um, saying like, oh, the it could be the player or the disc itself. So don't hate the player, hate the disc. So overall, that means it's three, four, one, and two for movies. Um, let's uh, plug some uh, some stars, right? Is that, is that what this, let's is that the clunge glaze those stars. First you clunge, then you glaze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna clunge. I'm gonna clunge so hard. Clunge it, Keith. What are you gonna clunge? Is that? I'm gonna what? try to. Cl- oh. Uh... Oh God! Oh, can I can I cheat and hear what I got on uh, Forever? Yeah, what you, you gave Forever a three and a quarter. I'm gonna give this you gave one Batman a three, and you gave Returns two and three quarters. Oh God! Oh, I really painted myself into a corner here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this one two and three quarter stars. Wow! I thought I would be the high point at two and a half. Well, I'm just I'm going off of the because this really this movie is bad good, and I think that it's just fun. It was fun. This movie is so much more fun than the Burton ones. Like if if this shows up on like fucking USA or something on TV, like I'd probably watch it until the commercial break and be happy. And then it'll probably be on TBS or FX. So they do that too yeah. a lot now. What about you, Joe? What do you give it? Wait, what did you say? Did you give something right already? Yeah, I gave it two and a half because I thought two I would half. be the high person at two and a half. Um, I'll give it two and a quarter. I, it's one of those things of yeah, I enjoyed the movie. It was that it has its bad points, but it's also fun. And I think it's that fact that since we all grew up on these last two more than we did the front two, um, you know, there's that you know memory bank stuck in our head, so. I think the movie is also fully saved by how good the performances are by Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. I think if they aren't putting in the effort that they do, this movie is an absolute train wreck. Yeah, I thought that like the the length bugged me. There was a I had a note that like between oh, I can't find it, but there was like a there's like a 25 minute stretch in the middle there where I was just bored out of my skull <laughs> during this movie. Um, 
Was it during the scene of them? To, for me, I would say it's. I think it's between like the them going to Mister Freeze's hideout to it's a trap. There's no boiling acid or anything. It's just a trap, and then they get trapped themselves. Yeah, I'm, 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 that's close. I found my note is from when Freeze is captured and from when the scene when you've seen Coolio. <laughs> that stretch. With the the race? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. But yeah, no, So that like, brings Tim Burton slash Joel Schumacher's Batman franchises in at a 2.9 overall. Damn, that's pretty good. Um, pretty on point, I think, for what those movies are. That, uh, unsurprisingly, does not put it into any sort of record we have. Good. <laughs> pretty overall middling <laughs> average. Keith, are you going to be like one of those guys just like, you know what, even though this is a beloved franchise for someone here or someone there, I'm going to fucking taint this bastard so bad that it's going to be bad. Yo, are you talking about yourself there? No, never. <laughs> I would never, never. Did I just hate you? <laughs> you taint? No, no, I got no no heat with you with these movies. I love these franchises, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like Keith, you have that cold heart, you know, just be, uh, you know, you a, gave... I, I can be a spiteful contrarian. <laughs> so, funny enough, I came in at the lower, lowest overall average from these three movies at 2.7. Keith was a 2.9. Joe, the highest on the movies at a three. A lot of that is akin to. Uh, original Batman though because yep. Joe is yeah. such a big fan of that movie Yeah. so yeah that brings the Batman Joel Schumacher Tim Burton to a close alright so that brings it into these franchise and we might be moving on to another one we don't know yet uh, <laughs> TBD as the kids would say these days right we're either jumping into oceans or jumping back into uh, the queue apparently rowdy roddy piper i gotta see if that's still available if not uh we'll find something different but uh for all you listeners out there just know there is some really heavy heavy personal and scheduled conflict going on right now behind the scenes it's really not heavy it's keith no, it's he, serious oh he's storming <laughs> some stuff keith, <laughs> keith's starting the storming early and i guess i'm like george gonna... harrison <laughs> he just gets it early got it so he's storming early i guess so we'll find out what we're doing uh, later on uh, in this week as we discuss amongst ourselves. So next week here on Fake Movie Experts, you might be getting Ocean's Eleven or a Q edition uh, show. We don't know yet. We're figuring that out still, but hopefully we'll know soon enough. Follow our socials. Maybe they'll find out there. Yeah, mo- mostly that probably. Um, but speaking of that, you can follow all of us on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and instagram you can go to no entertainment.com that's right no entertainment.com where you can find all of our podcasts and all of our blogs you can find all of our podcasts also on spotify and apple Podcasts. reminder review give us a like follow all that good stuff and like always you can listen to all of our stuff all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts this one goes out to you elon Keep my Twitter out your mouth. <laughs>